Hey Hobart, Tasmania, we're coming to your area of planet Earth. The Rewind 80s Mixtape Tour comes to Hobart Sunday the 7th of April 2024. The Theatre Royal Hobart. Tickets go on sale next Wednesday on the 13th, so don't miss out because it's a small room, there'll be a dance floor and it's all 80s hits. And we will see you then. Woohoo! Bogans. Yeah, a couple of bogans having a bogans. laugh. Not doing any research, nah. just having a laugh. Because <laughs> we're magic cunts. Anyway, we good to open up with a bit of Livy. That's what she said, didn't was she? It this year that we lost her? Was uh, this year? Yeah, it feels we did, like. Yeah, or was it, it the year before? I think it was last year. Yeah, we were I'll a double bungle. check on that. We were in we were, we were to what? Bungle? Bungle and we did Xanadu within like 24 hours and we've kept it in because it's such a ditty. Yeah. They love it, don't they? We played it the other night and they loved it. They do. It's camp and it's funny, you know. This one's a bit more mysterious and sexy, isn't it? This Mm. is sexy, Olivia. It was August 22 last year. Yeah, Yeah. okay, sure. Uh, Sorry, 8th of August 2022. Yeah, it hasn't been long. No, it hasn't. It just seems, yeah, like the other week, didn't it? Yeah, it does, it does. The years. This year's gone quick. We're just going to, we're the 80s montage. I'm Sammy. I'm Jay Jovi. And welcome again for another week. We're going to talk about... It's the season of magic, isn't it? It is the season of magic. So let's look at some songs. It's starting to feel magical. Is it? Uh, for me it is because it's How? sort of. This is Leo's second Christmas but oh, it's his okay. first Christmas that he knows he something's knows what's going, going on, on. You know? 
Um, we took him to fucking Carols by Candlelight last year and he That's was on right. TV, remember? Yeah, they, all the time. Yeah, like, the whole was, time. We were in the front row. We had great yeah. tickets. Yeah. Um, and, oh, I have to do a plug later too. And, um, I mean, this year we, we've we've taken him to the Myra Christmas window. He fucking loved that because it was Bluey. Oh, And he loves shit. Bluey. Does he? He only says a few words, right? He says, he says, Dad and Daddy. Yeah. He says, yeah, yeah, which is yeah, yeah. like grandmother. grandmother. Yeah. Yep. He says, um, he says Dougie, which is one of his shows. He says Bluey, which is one of his shows. Hilarious. And so, yeah, like out of all the things he says, like, you know, two or three of them are just shows that he Was this a Myers Christmas window? Yeah, you know how you, you walk along the street and yeah. like back, you, they have – they have like four or five sequences, so you walk along and there's something different. Okay, so Bluey's one window. of them. Wow. No, Bluey is the whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah, and then, then they they have a theme every year. Bluey's this year because they're they're opening Bluey World in Queensland. It's on the funny Gold though Coast. because there's been a lot of flack about Bluey with episodes and stuff coming out of America, and I don't get that. There was something where they reckon it was politically incorrect uh, or something. whatever. Like, fuck off. Are we any better in the world yeah. to worry yeah, exactly about that right. shit? Yeah, exactly right, yeah. No, let's, let's just Do you know fun, what's fun getting pause. me at the moment, the climate change people? <clears throat> yeah, right. Yeah, look, I understand climate change. I know it's a thing. Mm. But let's stop the wars before you worry about fucking climate change because the the earth is being fucked with. Well, there are sort of more people immediately being killed by war, you know. Exactly. Than... And and the earth doesn't like that. No, exactly. And it definitely will spit us out in the end. And I just see wars happening and I'm like, we haven't learned a fucking thing, have no, we? We, we? never haven't. will. We never no. will. Social media, the downfall of the fucking world, man. Yeah, absolutely. I don't – I think if we – because the thing is we can show more about it and make yeah. it such a big thing now where mm. in the 80s if that happened it sort of just got smouldered, you know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly right. But um, that's what I've been watching. Now so I watched – shows um, about magic. And, yeah. And, and like just, just stuff like we took Leo down the street the other day. Yeah, what's magic? And there was this – there was this – Shitty Christmas tree in yeah. someone's yard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you should have seen the look on his yeah. face. He's looking yeah. at it and up and us like, yeah. what the What's fuck's this? this? Yeah. Like the look on his face and we we were sort of walking on the way back from that and saying, you know, we'll take him to the we'll take him to the one in Fed Square. It'll fucking blow his mind. Yeah. So I think we're going there to get our Santa photo. Oh, yeah, good. You've got to book ahead and pay 50 bucks these days. 50 bucks? Yeah, if you want to Wow. Yeah. Well, the most exciting thing that's happened to me this week is Casey Central got a new ice cream shop. Oh, yeah. Twisted Sister. I fucking love that. Yeah. Do they and have it's got Ferrero fucking – yeah, I nearly good. got one today. Yeah. But I was being good. Oh, good. Okay. And I thought, no, I'll get a coffee and I'll get some peanuts. Wonderful. Nuts are better yeah. than fucking ice cream. Yeah. I'll wait until Maddie and I go together and we'll get an ice cream. Mm-hmm. But God, I was tempted. They've, it's, I don't know how long it's going to be exciting for, but it's nice. It's yeah, a cafe great. and everything. But and do they make it there on site? Yeah. Yeah, great. Cafe. They do cakes. Everything. Brilliant. Twisted sister. I just want to give a shout out to the Groove Train at Casey Central. Now these guys are rippers. I go there on my own a lot every week. Mm. If I've got extra money and I want to get like a salmon breakfast or something. Yep. 
I'll go there. Yeah. Or a coffee. Today I went for just a coffee, right? Treat yourself. I asked them to put flyers out for one of our shows and they kept those flyers there until the end of the show. Yeah, great. Well, they know you're local and they see you all the time. I was so impressed. Good on your groove train. Good on your groove train at Casey Central. If you do go in, say Sammy from the Rewind 80s mixtape tour mentioned you on her podcast. They're amazing. The food's incredible there. Like the biggest food. It always has been, hasn't it? Yeah, but some groove trains miss it. Yeah, right. This one is special. Okay. And I love them all there and I just happened to get desperate and I sort of went, will you put some flies on your thing? And they went, yeah, no worries. Because I go in all the time on my own. Yeah. It's my only me time, you know. You've got to have me time. Yeah. And that's my me time or I go to muffin break. But, yeah. Thank you to everyone that came to Cardinia Cultural Centre as well. That was amazing. We played at Cardinia the other week and hopefully we've got a few new listeners and stuff. So Yeah, yeah. that's right. Beautiful. Yeah. And uh, we've got heaps of gigs coming up new next year. We've got Hobart next year. I'm really excited about Hobart, Tasmania. I think they've, they've really asked for it. They're like, oh, when are you coming to Hobart? Because it's two hours from Launceston. Yeah, right. So with Hobart we will be going from the 6th of April we do Launceston. We're staying across the road at the hotel. Yep. That one in the alleyway that I didn't – that I missed last was time. It, was it the Grand Chancellor or something yeah, like next yeah, door? Yeah, yeah, it is something remember. like that. Best Western or something. Mm-hmm. And then we drive down to Hobart and we do the Theatre Royal. Yep. And the guys there are great. Great. Awesome. And they have a lot of um, mixed mixture of shows, comedians, they have gay-friendly shows, they have um, stuff like that. So we fit in perfect because <laughs> we're funny and gay. Gay-friendly shows. Yeah. So they just they, they stop the bashing for dirt, a moment. Dirty laundry there. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like it's full on. Oh, cool. Flamboyant. Oh, good. And I didn't know when I booked it because I'd rather that than fucking some beer barn. You yeah, know? yeah. But, yeah, very cute. So, um, Can I do another plug? Yeah. So a um, couple of years, well, last year when we took Leo to um, Carols by Candlelight, I discovered this artist, Ben Abraham. So I had heard about him because he had sort of like um, – I think sort of like done stuff in a, in around theatre in Melbourne. And it's a very sort of small community that. And I knew this guy's name. I'd never seen him perform live. Oh. He sang Noel. Noel, mm. Noel. And it was like, you know when you hear an artist now and then, once in a blue moon, and it's like their voice just reaches through and grabs mm. your heart. Like... I could not believe. Where did you see him? Carol's by Candlelight. Oh. I was like, who is this incredible fucking but I watched that. human being? Ben Abraham. Ben You've got Abraham. to check him out. Where did he come from? Usually it's just he fucking was, Aussie Idol extras and shit. So his parents famously play, like, they, you know, they were musos. The dad's Indonesian, the mum's Aussie. Um, they famously did. Carols by Candlelight for many, many years. Right. And the son and daughter, their son and daughter have become singers as well. Wow. Ben is the son. You wouldn't believe anyway, he <clears throat> I was I was fucking blown away by him. I started listening to his music that night, downloaded the albums, completely blown away, listening to him on the way to work, 
just could not believe the quality. So he's based in LA. Oh, wow. He's just actually been dropped by his label and has gone independent but is like Who cares? having the best part of, of his course. career like independent. Let's look at Kylie. Independent. He's exactly right. His sister, mm-hmm. I, I, we booked her for our wedding. I didn't even know it was his sister. Wow. I, didn't, I knew that they knew each other. Wow. Because I saw that they were linked on, on Insta. Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't put it together. I didn't put it together that um, they were brother and sister. That's funny you mentioned that because I saw that this week. Chappelle Corby's brother is Matt Corby, that fucking artist that's out no. there. No. Yeah, that's her brother. No, it's not. Fucking she's on a surfboard and he's smoking reefer. That's what it, yeah. No, Matt Chappelle Corby's brother. Chappelle Corby's brother is not Matt Corby. Look it up. Google it now. Fucking you. Google it now, you fucking (laughs) unintellectual bogan. Do it now. Get out of here. Fucking do it now, you bogan. Matt Corby's sister. That's what I'll Google. Yep. And it's fucking Chappelle. It says Grace Corby. It doesn't say anything about Chappelle Corby. Well, maybe they were joking. But Is they... Matt Corby related to Chappelle Corby? That's, yeah. It's come up here and it's got They've their They've tried photos. to hide it. They've tried to hide it. Many pe- people are curious about them. Oh, Hang yeah. on, let's, let's read get down. curious. Hang on first. Mm-hmm. I don't know where we'll I We'll come it. back with the answer yeah, after we this. Will. But you don't they're, believe they're me. They're beating around the bush, I swear to God. I'm, oh, no, they're trying to hide it. I don't they're think so. They're trying to hide it. They're not related to each other. Really? That's what it says at the bottom. You're such a tripper, baby. Oh, really? Where did I see that? I'm fucking Oh, they're both white, fainty. I guess, and it's both sort of white No, 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 it was somewhere I don't make. I wouldn't even know Matt Corby. Yeah, right. Really? Look, her, bro- her brother's name probably is Matt Corby, but he's not like the Matt Corby, you know. <laughs> Oh, anyway, maybe. anyway, so Keep Michaela going. Jade is Ben Abram's sister. You yeah. would know her from The Voice. She was on The Voice for a couple of weeks. Michaela Jade. Yeah, she Samantha is fucking Jade. incredible as well. No, Michaela Jade, mate. Michaela Google Jade. her, look up her music. She played at our wedding. She has this, she's got this beautiful Billie Holiday quality about Oh, her. yeah, yeah, she was a jazzy chick. Yeah, yeah she's fucking incredible. Yeah. Anyway, um. He is playing – he plays like his own Christmas gigs when he's not doing Carols by Candlelight. He's probably doing Carol by, Carols by Candlelight but he does his own Christmas gigs. He's playing a Christmas gig here in Melbourne at the Thornbury Theatre. We've got tickets. We're taking Leo. Amazing. Michaela's singing with him on stage. Oh, wow. I'm so fucking excited about it because he's independent. I'm going to give him a plug. What date are you going? Uh, something like the 19th or some shit like that. Wow. I don't know. Something. No, it's on a Sunday night. Rewind 80s needs to do an 80s Christmas album. 100%. 100% Maddie's always do. wanted to do a Christmas album but getting Maddie to do it? Now is another thing. Ben, 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 I hope you're listening. Get around Ben Abram, everybody, and you will not be sorry. His new track is called Don't Wish Me Merry Christmas Till I'm Home. And it's fucking beautiful. I listened to it the other day when I was looking at photos of Leo and it was just fucking tears streaming. Do you know what? We've got some beautiful Christmas songs in this list tonight. Oh, we do. Let's get started. Um, I just wanted to play a few because it doesn't. It doesn't matter that we do a couple of weeks of Christmassy things. No. Because everyone 
is doing that. You know what I mean? Now, Magic was was written by John Farrah, who wrote a lot. He, 1980. He wrote, yeah, he wrote four of her number one hits. Yep. Do you know that, and I didn't know this, so he wrote um, Have You Never Been Mellow 1975. Went number, Have You Never Been Mellow. Went number one in the US. Yeah, it did. You're, you're the one that I want, 78, with John Travolta. That went to number one. Hopelessly Devoted to You, 78, went to number one. Big song I didn't know this. He wrote them for her when yes. she appeared in the film. They weren't in the original um, stage musical of Greece. Oh, was so that out before the movie? Those two songs were written for the movie. Yeah, Greece, yeah. Greece came from Broadway. Really? So John Travolta played that role right. on Broadway right before he did the film. That's why he was so fucking good at it. I see. And he so was she, good at it, 100%. She, that character, Sandy, is not Australian. They they changed all that to, to fit yeah. her in because she was so popular. Yeah, that's right. You know what she I mean? She went over to England and yeah. did all that stuff. Now, John Farrell was married to her best friend as well. Ah, yes. And they were friends. That's right. Who I remember watching, I mean, the Delta Goodrum thing with Olivia and it was Janko played her best friend. That's right. Kate Jenkinson. Kate Jenko. And, um, yeah, interesting. He had a lot to do with her success, John Farrell. Exactly. You Melbourne know. base, grew up in uh, Mooney Ponds and Nidri. Nidri. Kind of in my area. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. No, no, everyone knew about John. He was one of the producers you really heard about a lot, you know, John oh, you Farrah. With Olivia and stuff. Mate, and four US number ones written yeah. and produced. Fucking incredible. So yeah. Magic, this song that we opened with, that was her last US uh, number one single in 1980. because that other night when we did Cardinia and, and I said, oh, what do you want to hear to the crowd? And someone said ELO. Yeah. And I went, oh, we are doing our ELO. And they went, they looked at me like that and I said, we're doing an Olivia song, which was Xanadu, yeah. which was Jeff Lynne. Mm. And it's mm. funny when you know, when you're not just a bogan that doesn't know much, you can actually answer the crowd and go, well. Right, in the moment you don't yeah. have to do research. Exactly. Like you it know? was Jeff Lynne, Xanadu. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah, no, I like I like that relationship, you know. So Magic by Olivia was in 1980. It feels 1980 but it's very before it's in the time, isn't it? Written for Xanadu, the, the, That's the right. musical. Yeah, the Zan- fantasy, fantasy Xanadu. Musical. I like it a lot but I like Xanadu more. Yeah. It's a great vocal and Dallas in our band, she does the big high vocal mm. above me and it's mm. always incredible. Yeah. Because it's easier to go for one note than it is for three or four. Uh. And she just does – she does a big – it spins me out every time. <laughs> she doesn't get enough credit. Massive. The girl just sings that note. Fantastic. Next track to do with magic, bit of Queen. Bit of Queen. We love our Queen. Um, if you sort of think about songs about magic – you will think about this song because it, you know, this is how it goes. It's a kind of magic. It's a kind of magic. A kind of magic. One dream, one soul, one prize, one gold, one golden glance of what should be. It's a kind of magic. One shine. Way. No more of 
can make a shit song sound great, can't he? Yeah, he can. Well, this was a big sort of reworking. Freddie really did rework it because it was originally written by Roger Taylor for the Highlander film. Right. Yeah, and it sort of plays over the credits. Not this version. It was quite different. It was sort of heavier. Um, but Freddie came in and sort of changed the bass line and put a few sort of uh, instrumental breaks in and stuff and made it more chart friendly. Yeah. And he just turned it around, like just breathed life into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan. Of this I, song? No. I just sort of don't – I actually don't like the lyric. I love the vocal though. Yeah. I, I, I sort of the, – the lyric makes me sort of cringe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, it's a cringy. Yeah. And I, and, and I mean, we're so lucky to have have seen a human being like Freddie and oh God, yeah. vocally, yep. like fucking phenomenal. Like you just hear the vocal and you go, "Fucking hell!" You could have put anything to that. Mm, mm. And I don't think that was the right thing. No, that's it. Yeah, you know? I yeah. just think it could have been. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but I don't. It's not one of my faves, but. It's a magic song. Sure it is. Makes you feel magic. It's at that period of the 80s where animation became quite big and they were doing like animation with cartoons and stuff and that kind of shit. Mixing film with animation. Which I wasn't big on. Yeah. But whatever. I guess they were experimenting, weren't they? They were experimenting. Because this was Rolling Stones. Animated videos is another fucking show. Animated videos. It is. Rolling Stones, Queen, Paula Abdul. You could do fucking Dire Straits. Paula Abdul. You know, they do it. Dire Straits. Oh, but you need need characters in it. They had like little characters. Oh, yeah. Little little munchkins and stuff. I want to do fucking Opposites Attract. It'd be good. Mm. And I could do the rap. Maybe. I'd rather do. There's another rap I thought of. I don't know if opposites are, we've done opposites. Do we could attract. do fucking. I want a hip ha a hip a hip. Oh, we've done hip, that. Hip, you don't stop. Did that with Batesy years ago. Oh, awesome. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah. Come on. You could do That's another sexy. one, Bites of Dust, and that song oh, together because it's the same song. Same song. Yeah, we'll be putting in heaps of new songs. Now, the music video for that song was directed by Russell Mulcahy. Oh, really? Now, was there animation in that or is it just my imagination? It could have. But the thing is there were sort of two different versions. Oh, okay. Because one was largely American. centred around the film and one was just like the album version. Right. Which were different. Well, Queen fans, there you go. Third song of magic fucking magic. Um, have I not got my, here is my list. This is one of your faves, dude. I know you like this. Here we go.
amazing. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Absolutely love it. One of my favourite bands, The Police. 81. 81. Good year. Absolutely. Just love it. Now this sort of has a few different elements for The Police. It's got piano in it for a start. They didn't have sort of piano in a lot of their songs. It's very musical. It is. It's got a really, oh, there he is. It's got like a really beautiful uh, chorus that just sort of lifts off. You sort of don't know where this song's going to go in the verses. Yeah, that's right. It takes you. It's got that you. mysterious yeah. kind of uh, Breaks right thing. down. Yeah, yeah. It's not, an us- it's not a usual pop song that goes up in climax, comes down again yeah. and goes up. And yeah. It's quite interesting. And that's what, that's what. Sting did. Yeah, you know, that's the right. Police did. Yeah. You know. This song went to number one in uh, the UK. It went to number two in Australia. Yeah, Aussies went, loved this. Yeah, they did. Went to number three in the US, which was good back Fuck, then. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Three in the US. Yeah, three in the US. That's you've just brought three houses. Yeah, that's it. Oh, fuck yeah, easily. And you gotta remember that the police were more of a rocky vibe, but this has a little bit of Great keyboards and stuff that's happening that's a bit different. Yeah, yeah. I remember thinking it it, it does sound like magic, this song. It does yeah, sound it does. like. You know. Beautiful composition. Yeah, I love it too. Yeah. So the next one we've got uh, about magic is a band that I didn't even know was from 1982 but it's not a bad little ditty. Here we go. Sort of that sort of daggy duo kind of thing, you know what I mean? It's that I think they were a full band, America. Mm. Oh, were they really? Oh, yeah. Okay. So America were like the Eagles, sort of yeah. similar. But the harmonies are incredible. They sound very 70s, don't they? Oh, it's fucking so 70s. Yeah. When I read 1982, can you just check it? Yeah, no, Actually, it is. It's 1982. Really? Yeah, it is. It's fucking really late 80s. Like, yeah. It's very Americana. Yeah, that's right. They would have toured as a band, of course, but they, oh, yeah, yeah. They, they were a duo. They're, they're, they're oh, sort were of, they? Yeah, they're that sort of America, like Hall and duo. Oates kind of thing, you know, like Hall and I Oates love them. Yeah. You know what? Like somebody somebody once asked me 
if you could have been in any band at any time, what would it be? Oh, fuck, I haven't stopped thinking about that for the rest of my life. Like, like what band where I would like to. Where the fuck were you? Um, I was in 10,000, like somebody asked me. Yeah, but me. where were you in Australia when they touring, asked you that? Like touring between, um, touring in, oh, where were we? In New South Wales somewhere. Right. And they um, said if you were in a band, what would yeah, you be? Yeah, it's just be? that shit talk, you know, when you're in the tour van. Oh, yeah, talk yeah, shit. yeah. Oh, so one of the band members? Yeah, yeah, like, you know. Right. And um, I think I said. I'd like to be in the Muppets. Yeah, oh, <laughs> fucking banana rama. Yeah. I, um, I think I said Led Zeppelin or something, but yeah. I've got this fascination with like middle American bands mm. with things like kind of like the Eagles, like America, like fucking. Leonard Skinnerd. Yeah, right. Oh, mate. They would have just toured every fucking yeah. city in the US and rooted every chick in every fucking town. It would yeah. have been incredible. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. To not not be like I don't really like rooting that much, oh, strangers. I do, especially when I was I just don't think it's that interesting. I I do. I'd rather talk to a chick and drink and sometimes smoke. I talk to them. Yeah, that's nice. Before you stick it in, you'll talk to them? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes during. Well, I, I just <laughs> – <laughs> I like that actually. Yeah. I like your, the talking. What's your name? I, no, not that. I like <laughs> talking. Cool. Oh, do you like dirty talk? Some do people don't. I, yeah, I do. I do like it. Yeah. I like it. Like I do. Fucking yeah, cunt. Fucking asshole. Fucking asshole. Nice, isn't it, you fucking asshole? <laughs> No, I don't like I don't Enjoying like Enjoying yourself? I don't like violent talk. I like oh, you know, do you like yeah. it? Do you like mm. Ew. Not it makes bad, me feel it? sick. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I just think um it's a cute song and it's I it remember is. being little going, I'm really gonna listen to the lyric the lyrics because the thing about songs with magic in them, they're quite great affirmations. Yeah. Um, they're really cute because I was speaking to Jules, who's one of our patrons today. I rang her and I said, have we done a show on magic songs? And she went, not that I know of. Like she's like PR. Oh, she's, she's like our sort of yeah. oracle yeah, of like the show. Because I fucking couldn't be bothered thinking. <laughs> and then um, she goes, why don't you do a show on crazy? Because everyone's fucking crazy at the moment. And I went. That's a good option, but I don't know if I want to be negative. Yeah. Just yet. Let's yeah. wait until January. Yeah. And um, this one came up, You Can Do Magic, America mm. 1982. It sounds very 70s. Yeah. It's a bit like Rockstar, isn't it? You know that movie Rockstar where. Absolutely. And it's that. <clears throat> was it Leonard Skinner that Rockstar was based I on? I think so, yeah. Yeah. See, that kind of culture, that like middle American. You like that? Super American. Yeah, it must have been incredible. Mm. Like in the 70s and 80s. Mm. You know? Yeah. It must 70s. have been incredible mm. on tour buses and stuff. And yeah. You know what I mean? I find that movie a bit grating. And from- you're big on radio and stuff and. Yeah, 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 totally. And you've yeah. done it organically. You yeah. haven't done it through anything else. Yeah, you yeah. Know, websites weren't even fucking thought of. No, that's it. You were going out and selling tapes tapes in the car park. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yep. And just going, how much for the tape? I don't say. <laughs> fucking get on the end of it. It's <laughs> yeah. free. Oh, dear me. 
Fuck. Have I become a? I have. I've become a dirty old man. Oh yeah, that's what happens though. Yeah. Go through. I don't mean it. No, it's just um, midlife crisis. Okay. And you know what? Everyone goes through midlife crisis, but it yeah. just depends on how you express it. Yeah. You know. I've always been a pervert. Yeah, I haven't, good. I didn't start recently. I've been training for years. Yeah. Well, you know. No. You're a, there's yeah. another sort of middle American band next. Oh, fucking oath. Mm. Okay, now this is a band. No, hang on. Yes, 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 yes. We actually did a podcast and we talked about the Steve Miller band like they only had the one song. <laughs> yeah. This is when we were bogans that didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and I remember going, Steve Miller band, hang on, did they do? This is the 80s track that I loved. I, I mean, this was the crossover track for me. Yeah. And especially when Young Talentine did it, mm. that was it. Yeah. Just sold. Here we go. <laughs> Chat and grab ya. I used to love this when I was a little kid. I did too. Yeah. It's a good song. Yeah. Because it had a theme. Magic. Yeah, totally. Abracadabra. And it was fucking, like the, the sound was fucking sound great. Sound was great. I want to know Production's all about the competition. Yeah, I want to know all about it but I can't really find anything. Um, I don't know how they sort of like created what this they was created. Like someone that produced them and made them a Sound eighties because they never really sounded like this. No, they weren't like this, and they they sort of had. Um, on the other thing about them is that like you are like the the sound of the band is made up out of the combi- combination, you know the 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 magic magic the magic yeah. combination of the musos within that band. You know That's what I mean? Right. The people contributing. They had over thirty fucking members over the years. Mm. Wow, he must have been a cunt. Was it Steve Miller that actually did it? He founded the whole thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Right, so <clears throat> he it's founded the whole thing. A real name. It's not just a name made no. up. No. So he's just sort of like you know getting people uh, on board. That it's funny because I went and saw my chiropractor during the week, and he went to me. I'll I'll um, tell you that he went and saw the Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah. What's they were playing f- last night. They played last night. That's right. Night. That's where he was going. Mm. He goes, I'll say hi to Dave Grohl for you. And I went, oh, yeah, you're going to meet him, are you? And he goes, nah. 
just going. I said, well, don't fucking talk to me until you're going to meet him. <laughs> like, that's shit. That's dickheads say that, right? And he goes, oh, no, nah, he's he's been a dickhead, Dave Grohl. And I went, oh, has he? Why? I've never heard that about Dave Grohl. I said, I think he's the most intelligent it's fucking, fucking awesome. guy that's ever done the industry thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because, oh, no, nah, apparently he, he – um, you know, sacked his drummer and did all the drum parts again. I said, yeah. Well, I don't even know that much but I'm going to tell you now, as a drummer he's fucking very good and I've known many an artist that has to redo the drum tracks because the drummer just hasn't cut it. He should fucking learn how to drum, they southern prick, you know. I go, you just don't. Don't assume that he's a dickhead. I said, the only thing he didn't do by the sounds of it is tell him that he replaced the parts. Yeah. He's just gone and done it. That's the only thing. Yeah. I said, but there is no way Dave Grohl would have done the parts because Matty's been in the same situation with his band. He had to do the whole, at Jimmy Barnes' studio, they had to do the whole drumming again because it was shit. Otherwise, the the producer's got to go in and move every single drum drum exactly beat. that, and it takes fucking hours. It's not and fair. Why would you exactly? Yeah, it's not fair. Why to everyone. would you bother? Yeah, get Dave Grohl to do it. <clears throat> yeah, and save yourself sixty fucking grand. Yeah, that's right. On some dickhead going click 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 click. You know, like just do it. And then I said to him, you know, musos do shit. That yeah. other musos don't cover. Yeah. You've just got to do it to save money, you know. And then I said, um, no, that's happened to Maddie before and I just think that if he's done the drum tracks, the only thing he's done wrong is not told him. Yeah. Because the guy left apparently, left the band. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. If you didn't cut it, you didn't cut it. But, you know, there probably wasn't even any... But he was coming from a chiropractor not- perspective. You know what I mean? He doesn't understand the industry. Yeah, and that's how true. You just well, yeah, get shit done. Exactly right. And and not- also, there's musos and muso mentality. If you were a muso, you would kind of understand all of that. You of know, <clears throat> because often there are a lot of shit drummers, and and uh, there are very few genius drummers. And like to be an amazing drummer is just like such a fucking rare skill. A museum would kind of understand that territory. But then again, you have to know Foo Fighters as well and you have to look at the history of how they've had members leave and come back again. You know what I mean? At different times. Now, Dave must be a pretty respectful, respectable guy to be able to sort of like still keep keeping good with his exes, you know, in, in terms of, yeah, you know, ex, yeah. ex-band members yeah, if they're all coming right. back and working with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know like fucking, you know, bands that I've worked with and I've done, fuck, you fall out and you leave a band, <laughs> you ain't coming back, mate. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? That's exactly right. So you've got to yeah. be, he, he must leave them on very good terms, like with respect. Well, this one drummer we're talking about, he didn't. Right. But I was kind of like, well, dude, if you can't do the gig. Yeah. What's well, like. I think generally he's fairly reasonable though. Fuck like yeah. is what I'm saying. It was just the difference though of talking to me about it and going, oh, well, apparently you did all the drum tracks again. I'm like, yeah, but dude, it's Dave fucking Grohl. Yeah, yeah. I don't think success means you're an asshole. No. He's had Nirvana. 
right? That was huge. Yeah. Foo Fighters, huge again. Yeah. He's obviously doing something right. He's just come out and admitted that he was an asshole. I said, no, I don't think it's about the drum tracks. Yeah. I think it's that he didn't warn the guy that he redid the drum tracks. He's just released it. He probably just. Yeah, he probably just jumped in and did it overnight, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then in an hour it became exactly. the decision. And and I think that's on his like if you've started the band. Yeah. But drummers can get a little bit fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. All right. Yeah, oh, good here old, we go. That good was just Abracadabra. Do you know Ab- Abracadabra? Um, Boz Skaggs was the the guitarist for like two oh, seconds. Oh, wow, I love Bozzy. Yeah, right back Bozzy in Skaggs. the 60s. Bozzy yeah, Skaggs. well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Because they've been around for a long time. They have. I just so cannot do you think Boz Skaggs left Steve Miller and did his own thing? That would have been how I th- it happened. I, th- I think he was already – I'm not sure but I think he was already kind of – it's like a sort oh, of um, – Oh, yeah, he was. Like a fucking um, James Freud was out. joining the models. Like he yeah. was already kind of – Doing you know? James Freud and the movie stars. Or yeah. yeah. Not movie stars, I'm so sorry. James Freud and the radio be. stars. Yes. Yeah, that's He it. will. He knows. That's right. Um, anyway, so let's look at the next song. Now, this is a cutie. This is December Will Be Magic Again. This is a Christmas theme. It Very is. exciting. Here we go. Sort of drum drops in and everything. That's just fucking incredible, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> bushy. Get on your bushy. Good on your bushy. Lovely. Um, always interesting. Just never not boring, is she? No, nah, that's right. And I just love one detail I love about Kate Bush tracks is the piano because the yeah. piano is always as mental as she is. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. 
Love it too. Really operatic sort and of And it's very Christmassy and a lot of Kate Bush fans, even on YouTube when you – because I had, I had to find it on YouTube. I couldn't find it on anything else. Were saying this wasn't meant to be re- released. No, it, it was wasn't. just something she wrote for her family to wish them Merry Christmas. Yeah, and then they released it, and I'm, I just love it. Yeah, and I'm glad that she, another artist that you know, amazing. Yeah, you know. Yeah. All right, good on. Now this one's an interesting one. This is um, 1982, very early Janet Jackson. <laughs> Oh, wow. Now, you know the record cover where she's got the wet hair in the water? Oh, yeah. We've taken that off in Bali, me, Edward and Mark. We've just gone (laughs) wet our hair (laughs) and we've laughed our tits off about it because no one knows what's on the record but we all know the record company, the record record cover. Here we go. Janet, well, only 300,000 people did. Right. Oh, fucking, isn't that an awful fucking number? It's like Casey and the Sunshine Band. Oh, yeah. Trying to be. But she didn't, the father was completely controlling her. That's at this right. Stage. The father was, yeah. Yeah. So this is sort of, it's weird when you think of Janet Jackson and her albums because this is the sort of debut album. Yeah. But you that's don't right. really think of. Janet's debut as being anything other than control. Yeah, that's right. Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. Because this has just got the father and his aesthetic all over it. And I don't like the vocal mix. She's really in the background. Well, she's she's got a tiny voice. Let's she face has. It. Yeah. And a tiny clit, apparently. Is that right? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, if you've got a tiny voice, it means you need to be up in the mix more. Yeah. Because she is trying to do the chesty thing. It's not Janet just mm. right yet. Mm. It's sort of she. I, I just think put the fucking vocal up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's right. Dad was controlling her career. Mm. I'm so glad she broke away from that shit. I don't know who he was trying to make her sound like. It's weird. Oh, look, it's fucking... <clears throat> all that stuff that was coming out, Richie family and it's like, like fucking easy listening shit. Yeah, it's a bit bit daggy, isn't it? Very daggy. And she was so fucking cool. Like yeah. she wanted to do edgy shit, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's right. Well that's, the thing is of... you get to this part of your life and you really do escalate yeah. because you kind of hate it. 
Yeah, yeah, I, that's right. I'm not a big fan of my own stuff either and I just go, oh, never again. Which six, may drive you to something better. 16 or 17 when she yeah. did this. Well, Fuck she was a Jackson so they were expected to yeah. to make something. Yeah, that's it, release feed something. Feed daddy's that fat sell. guts, <laughs> you know, and it's – it's not a very good song, but I thought, no. well, we'll play it. But that's the one that if you haven't heard the record but you've seen the record cover, lovely. Now <laughs> we have. Just thinking of you dickheads doing it in the pool. <laughs> that's fucking funny. Yeah, we do it in Bali. We do it. We've got the photo. It's fucking amazing. It's to uh, the Janet Jack. Like we know nothing about the record but yeah, we've all seen the record nah, cover. You know it so well, the cover. Hilarious. Now mm. we've got a bit of Belinda Carlisle now. Mm. This is a good track. Good. It's all right. Last night I gave up on myself I hit the fan Tell me what should I do Christmassy. Very Christmassy with the ching, 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 ching. Yeah. Bit notebooky. <laughs> the chimes. The, look, I love this album because this is from what Belinda. What fucking album is it? Belinda, the debut album. The purple cover. Yeah, well, yeah, the pink one where Radio. she's got the fucking black and, and she's doing like a, a cabaret with the chair oh, turned yeah, around. Yeah, you know right. I mean? Oh, yeah, 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 I know this one. Now, this came out in 1986 when Go-Go's broke, broke up, which seems to me very late. Like I always had this album in my head earlier in the 80s. 86 seems sort of late, especially if you listen to tracks like this because she was still doing the sort of go-go's kind of doo-wop kind of shit, you know what I mean, which they they really um, they really went for. Yeah. But um, I love her voice. I've always loved Belinda's voice. I love the fast vibrato. I love the t- tone of her voice. Um, I love it when – uh, she's got good release in her voice when she just opens it up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like let's it go. Yeah, I like this because this the album with um, uh, that Mad About You. Mad About oh, You. Oh yeah, was Mad the, About You was probably really good. Love it. Mad About You. Becky and Matt did it as their encore song in their last um, Mavis's gig in mm-hmm. Melbourne. Yeah, and it was it was really good actually. Really suited them. Yeah. Um, so. Um, Linda Carlisle. That it was co-written by Susanna Hoffs. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Two girl bands. Yeah, because they 
um, was originally intended for the Bengals, but they never used it. Right. Mm. It's very Christmassy. Ching, 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 ching. Yeah, nice. <clears throat> now, this came out 86, the following year, Heaven on Earth. Yeah, big one. That was a fucking amazing album. And mm. then in 1989, Runaway Horses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, oh, look, I. Runaway she, Horses, what's the big one off that? Um, I always think of the title track. I, weird, but I was really. <laughs> I was really into Belinda Carlisle, but Leave a Light On's the big, big. Leaves a Light On, for yeah, me, yeah. Big title, big, big song yeah. from that. She had a Summer good Rain as well. Summer Rain, Summer which Rain. took her into the 90s. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah did. it was. It was did. January 1990. Yep. So there you go. She's had a great career too. She has. Remember, she cut the hair for Runaway um, for Summer Rain. She had a bob in it. Yeah, well, she has a bob in this video as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She got longer hair as she got older, which everyone copied in that sort yeah. of that later eighties. That big kind of Meg Ryan hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, people love that shit. Absolutely, in the orange style. So, Heaven on Earth had um, Heaven is a place on Earth on it. Um, I get weak. I get weak. Yeah. I don't mind that one. No, I don't like it too. She had, yeah. she had good tracks, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Belinda. Diane Warren wrote a few. That's right. I remember we did Diane Warren she special. Did. And we went, oh, that song's really good. Why is it really good? Diane Warren. She wrote um, I Get Weak. Yes. Yeah, I love I Get Weak. I think that's my favourite mm. Belinda song. And we have done a Diane Warren episode, so if you want to look at that. Awesome, go for it because that was really interesting. Yeah. You know. We've got one more for this show. We love you guys. Oh, yeah. We've got a Christmas Patreon coming out for everyone as well. Oh, we now, do. We will do a Christmas show. We will do a New Year's Eve show. Uh, we'll be doing that very soon in the next – God, I've got <laughs> the burps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. We'll do that in the next couple of weeks. Christmas show, um, <laughs> we're going to tamper with a few ideas <laughs> yeah. and look at a few things that are interesting. Mm. Um, today I was looking at artists that were born on Christmas Day Yep. and artists that died on Christmas Day. So Annie mm. Lennox was born on Christmas Day, George Michael died on Christmas Day. That's true. So that's really interesting because I think they're quite special people. That was a shit Christmas. That was a shit Christmas. There are lots of deaths in that year. And also when you are born on Christmas Day, you only get one present, not two. Fucking ripped off. Ripped off. And I used to hang out with a kid when I was younger that had that same, same. problem. My mate Danny was born yeah. on uh, Christmas Eve. And they used to hate it. Yeah, hate it. It's actually a thing. You robbed as a kid of presents. Of course. There you go. Happy birthday. Yeah, Merry Christmas. And joint present. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. While we're like getting you with your fucking mum. Barbie heads, I'm getting Barbie and my mate's getting fucking whatever. <laughs> a new bed because it has to be two presents in one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's a shit present, like <laughs> yeah. one that, that benefits them. Yeah, yeah, you that's know, right. Oh, well, you got a new single bed. Yeah. Out yeah, of the cot, you yeah. know? You got a you it's got a baby not brother. Good. And I used to look at them and go, Yeah, you got a baby brother. Yeah, because we've been off work for a while. Um, 
you uh, – I used to look at it and go, oh, thank God I'm not born in December. <laughs> I, so I just looked at that today at the coffee shop and went, that would be something. But there's also a couple of things we're going to do. But we will have a Chrissy show and a New Year's Eve show. This is our last song now. How can we not leave without this fucking amazing tune? It's about magic. Mommy, it's a babe. Babe with the power. Power of voodoo. Voodoo. Do you do? Do what? Mommy, it's a babe. I saw my baby crying for this babe could cry. What could I do? Jump, magic, jump. Fuck, I love it. Great. I love it. We have to put it Slime in Slime and snails and puppy dog's tails. We have to do it. It's just so fucking year. ridiculous. So great. And it's about magic. The crowd magic. would love it, yeah, mate. Yeah, they would. They, who's going to do fucking dance, magic, magic da- yeah, dance no, live? No, no, the kids no won't. No one. You think fucking no. Richard and Billy Goats Gruff is going to do fucking. No, they're not. Not not the correct lyrics at least. No. Well, that's right. Idiots. Turning around. <laughs> They'll be turning up. around. Turning around. Every now oh. and then I get a little bit confused <laughs> at awful. the lyrics that I'm fucking washed. <laughs> 
Now you go and see that disgusting. Speaking of lyrics, very famously we we have at the opening of this, you know, you remind me of the babe. What babe? Doing that call of res- call and response. That was actually harking back to a 1947 film called The Bachelor and the Body Soxer, oh. which um, starred Cary Grant and Shirley Temple. They do this ah. like call and response. So it's sort yeah. of that, like a reference to the older yeah, man with right the younger yeah. girl. That makes you know what sense. I mean? Yeah, because Shirley Temple was right into the call and response thing. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that was huge. And like this old reference, you know, mm. Bowie loved that shit as well. Yeah, well, that's right. Bringing and forward old references. Bowie was the baby in this recording as well. Because the baby wasn't performing. Wouldn't do it. No. And something Leo would do, sort of goo goo go all day and then like not do it. It's fun doing kids' voices. <laughs> yeah. Bowie did it and then they obviously just affected it in the studio. Mm. He was affected when he was in the studio too. Well, that's right. Yeah, doing yeah. This one, that's this was right. at the height of it all. He would have loved it. <clears throat> um, oh, I still can't believe he's dead. No, like I, know. I, I was just I know. reading a bit then, and it said something about his death. Disgusting. And I was just like, "Oh, that's right." Like for me, he's still, yeah, so alive. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the music and yeah. just his character. Because mm. I watch interviews with him all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to just get a little bit more. Yeah. You know, and and um, I just can't believe it every time I read it. Like that's one death I just haven't accepted. I haven't accepted Prince's death either. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's fucked up. They had up. more to give, you know, like I really Oh, felt. yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's hard when they get older because they don't – oh, I don't think so much Bowie. Bowie really was comfortable in his own skin. But yeah. I think Prince wouldn't have aged 100% well. No. He wouldn't have liked it. No. You couldn't see him being photographed in a wheelchair or no. you know, at 90. He would have hated that shit. His rheumatoid, his fingers. He just would have – fucked. A lot of really, really – Age, like artists that don't want to age, they don't want to age. Mm, yeah, you know. Yeah, Bowie was sort of um, comfortable. Like Bowie was sort of of a certain age in the eighties. Well, he, he was wasn't young, but he looked amazing. He looked he looked amazing, but he wasn't in any way trying to be young. No, he wasn't. That's he was right. Being himself, he, he actually was young in spirit. Yeah, that's right. Um. Yes, it's a little bit easier for men, but not not necessarily. Even though when you look at the Rolling Stones, they still look cool, yeah. Yeah, men tend to just let themselves go left, right, and center. Yeah, if you can if you can stay fit, yeah, you, you look great as a man. Like, but in saying that, Bowie never never really looked after himself in the seventies. No. Fuck, man. No. Like, where does that come from? He was just sort of lucky to have like a, a little frame, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. There you go. I hope you feel magical, people, and have a magical Christmas. We've yeah. got a Christmas episode coming up. Why don't you go out in the backyard and have some magic mushrooms now? Oh, yeah. Look, there's some mushrooms in my backyard. I think they're the death cap. Let's ones. smoke them. Yeah. Let's just find out. Let's get the hard on the way. news. Yeah. Um, get on the news. Every time you mention mushrooms in Australia, you uh, don't yeah, get away with lady. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was international, the fucking oh, mushroom lady. Oh, fuck yeah. She was Ooh. as guilty as fucking guilty. I don't know what I've done. Yeah, you do. You tried it 15 times, <laughs> mate. Right? I fucking hate bitches like that. Yeah. 
that just fucking, I don't know, I'm just fucking I'm, I'm just unhealthy little. and dumb. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but are ya? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Fucking hell, mate. It's really bad. It it's is really awful. bad. Lucky you didn't do it too the other night. Yeah, well, that's right because I sent an SMS to the band going, I make, does everyone like mushrooms? And Mm. everyone just fucking pissed themselves. And then the next question was, does everyone have health insurance? Yeah, (laughs) no. That doesn't even save you. They fucking died. Oh, God, no. They died. Like five people she killed. Yeah. And it was just up the road. Mm. Bloody Morwell. Yeah. Where we played the probably other night. She was probably in the yours. audience. Yeah, probably. Who fucking knows? I hope we didn't give her the idea. Well, I don't know, did we? <laughs> I didn't show my mushroom. <laughs> I just fucking, I don't know. Someone called a vag Your something fungi? the other day and it was the funniest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> Your corn. You're going to show your corn, are you? Oh. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was like, your corn is oh. the best. Jesus. Are you going to show your corn, are you? Because <laughs> oh, it was some chick that bent over. Oh, And it fuck. was just like on some TikTok or something. And it was like, oh, we've seen your corn. And I'm like, corn, that's <laughs> fucking, fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. Dumbasses. Yeah, but anyway, that's our show. It's that's our show. Good on magic. you guys. Um, get in, get your Christmas shopping done very early so you don't have to fucking brave the shops, guys. Now, please like, share, rate and review. In terms of what you're going to buy us for Christmas, yeah. like, share, rate and review. Become a subscriber, just hit subscribe, but most of all become a Patreon for as little as $1.50 a month and for $10 a month get the extra episodes. We're really going to ramp up the Patreons in the yeah, year. Yeah, we are, we are. And uh, Patreon is patreon.com forward slash the 80s montage podcast. $1.50 would be cool, man. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. Like it really adds up if Absolutely. it's all around the world. Yeah. And, you know, why not? Big shout out to all of our subscribers and patrons all around the world, especially in the UK, the US and um, we have a lot of listeners, We, of course, in Australia yeah. but like a lot of listeners in India and sort of yeah, like countries do. in Asia and we stuff. Do. I love that. Yeah, we do. I wonder if they're expats or can't wait to sort of, you know. I just think they're just stoned. Possibly. And just get on the radio and go, yeah, that's right. Listen to us like, Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's the thing and, and – um, yeah, share the show with your friends and stuff like that. Christmas is interesting because it's tough for some people and it's not tough for others. That's right. Really just hang out with people and, you know, don't stress You'll too much. F- don't stress. You'll feel a lot better about yourself if you just reach out to a couple of friends. Yeah. You don't have to fucking hit every base and exhaust yourself but just like reach out to a couple of friends who you think like – I don't know, might be doing it tough or a bit lonely or something like that who you haven't spoken to for a while. You never know. You might just sort of like, you know, actually make their Christmas period, you know. That's right. And uh, buy some tickets for Rewind Daddy's Band next year. We've got a few gigs, rewinddaddiesband.com. Yeah. Put something on our Facebook, which is Rewind Daddy's Band, for all the gigs we're doing where you can buy tickets for Christmas for people. Bottle of grog and a ticket. That's a couple it. of tickets would be amazing. Yeah, exactly. Would be, right. You know, really cool for you people because people, I think, since COVID, just really want to go out and drink. Yeah, God, they so do. So just buy a little bottle of Passion Pop or JD and 
JDs. Well, no. Don't put and the Passion Pop with our tickets. No, well, don't put the Passion Pop, but you know what I mean. It's very 80s. Champers. Champers or JD. 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 Awesome. Couple Perfect. of concert tickets and then you've you've got your I, I night out. I fucking love. If somebody gave me fucking concert tickets to, to a Rewind 80s gig, I would be fucking pumped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're going to hear everything. Well, it's going to be good too. Yeah. It you know, will be. Fuck. Good present. And it's music and it's great, especially for our Hobart and our Launceston mm. people. That's a really cool present. Spread the word. Good because, on you guys. Um, you wanted us to come to Hobart, guys, and now we're doing it. Now, people from Launceston, what are we going to put in and buy the Mole Creek Hotel? Because it's on sale. What are we going to buy? That? Oh, when are we going to buy it? We're yeah, going to buy the Mole Creek Hotel, Hotel. Yeah, we mate. Might buy it. I fucking love that hotel. Yeah, no, it is a good hotel. I hope they get good, um, you know, people buying it. I think you'll sell it to someone really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you'll hold out for. Because um, he's had it for so long. Yeah, he's right. He's really passionate about it. But, yeah, no, that's right. The Mile Creek Hotel's on for sale. Shit. I knew he was selling a couple of years ago. Yeah, right. But, of course, we have disappeared from the agent that booked us for that. Mm. And we're doing gigs in Tasmania now anyway, which yeah. should have been done anyway yeah. by the agent, yeah. but he didn't put two and two together. But, yeah, guys, we will see you in Tasmania. We've got Bendigo as well. That's right. Come to that one. Yeah, Bendigo. That's June as well, June 2024. And um, But, yeah, Great, great time. Have a great Chrissy, but we will see you for a Christmas special anyway. Exactly, guys. Don't stress out. Have a good time. And that's all from us. And if it's music, mateys. Or cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about Unreal. it. Unreal.